Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button, hit the like, because we just won 1-0 against Celta Vigo at the Camp Nou in a pretty bad performance use. <laughs> yeah, I was not uh, super confident. You know, we're coming up against Inter Milan this week on Wednesday, and we also have the Classico on the weekend, and we just are in the race with Real Madrid, tied at 22 points, but we're up on the goal differential. But overall, let's go into what we really got from this game. Barca tend to fall apart in the second half. Our defensive strategies become uh, moot. We lose control of the possession in the midfield. We become a little more chaotic. We uh, are susceptible to counterattacks. We're not organized. Um, those are the negatives. And on the positive side, I think in the first half, which was mostly all the positives, mm, we can see a lot of uh, open play good passing lanes and connections between our uh, left backs, our, our wingers, and the midfield. And then we also had great opportunities in terms of uh, run players running into the box to create uh, space for our uh, forwards. And that from the midfield, Pedri Gavi did an awesome job with that in the first half. Um, what about you, Adam, as I think about more of these things? Well, I think for me, you know, th there's a, a few interesting things in the first half that were really uh, made me happy, right? For one, we saw for the first time, I think this season, Pedri being on the right-hand side of the midfield, right, and Gavi on the left. Mm -hmm. They're switching from their normal positions. And, you know, on the left side, what we've seen from Pedri so far this season, much to the chagrin, I think, of a lot of us and a lot of, you know, uh, Barca fans, is that he's been involved a lot in, in bringing the ball from deep and helping Busquets in some way get the ball, you know, across the halfway line and then, you know, trying to build attacks uh, uh, through that left side. And unfortunately, it kind of mm -hmm. feels like we're taking our best player, Pedri, and putting him in a position that you know, we don't always need. I think he's basically covering up sometimes Busquets' inability or whoever's playing left back or on the left wing, their inability to, to get the ball up the field. And even though that's something that is important, we need our players who are playing on the left side to be better. And we need to put Pedri in to a more forward position, right? Because we've seen the incisive passing. We've seen his ability to score goals at times. We've seen his ability to interplay with the right winger or the uh, striker, especially with Lewandowski. And so mm -hmm. we made that switch and then we saw... You know, a pretty good offensive structure happening in the first half, right? Uh, as compared to Inter, where we were complaining so much about how stagnant it was and we're just passing the ball side to side and then crossing, we saw Pedri attacking that half space up front on the right side. We saw Gavi attacking the other half space, right? We saw some of the things that made us happy last season when we were doing so well, um, you know, before Frankfurt in the Europa League, where, you know, Ferran Torres, Jordi Alba, uh, in this situation, Gavi, they're really interplaying with each other. People are trying to make runs into open space. If you take a look at that first goal, right, what you have is Jordi Alba seeing Gavi making a magnificent run, gets it over to him. And then now because Pedri is, you know, in that, that right half space up front, he's able to, you know, come in and eventually put away a poor clearance by the Celta Vigo side. And so I think those were the points in the first half that really made me happiest. There was a, a a bit of a unique choice to play Alonzo as a center back. And I thought, you know, Alonzo is not that good, but it didn't really turn out to hurt us that much. And then in the second half, it all kind of, you know, stuff hit the fan, <laughs> as they say, right? Like our, our team kind of mm -hmm. totally shut off. We took out Pedri, we took out Rafinha, and then we put in a, a great bench squad, right? We put in at one point, I think Dembele, Frankie de Jong, who are, are very good players who that shouldn't be an issue. But for some reason, when that second half came out, Celta Vigo seemed to alter their, 
uh, mindset in the game, right? They were pushing much more, trying to, you know, when they get the ball, retain it, and then, you know, quickly overload in the box and trying to get some some balls and movement going for Iago Aspas. And really in the second half, you just see, you know, Jordi Alba kind of revert to the mean, whereas in the first half, we, you know, I thought he did pretty well offensively. In the second half, he his, you know, poor defensive work rate came in. Uh, and then the big, the big story for me this whole season and the reason why we're, you know, tied for first in La Liga is really Ter Stegen. He had, I think, three or four brilliant saves in that second half to really mm-hmm. help us, you know, uh, keep a clean sheet. And the whole stat about Barca only allowing one goal this whole season in La Liga is a little bit, it's just not completely honest, right? This defense is not that good, mm-hmm. and Ter Stegen's playing at a really good level, which is helping us. And I feel like we're dominating possession so much in these La Liga games that it, it, it's making it's making our team look better than we have been defensively. And I'm just worried because it feels like our entire house of cards is starting to fall apart, right? We're we're not but seeing we- Lewandowski being an active part of the offense anymore, which yep. is what was so made us so happy in the first two months of the season, right? You don't see us being able to build up the middle anymore. You don't see, you know, Lewandowski dropping back, playing a one-two with Pedro Gavi, and then going forward to try and finish a, a, an offensive um, scoring situation. And so I'm, I'm just getting worried because we have Inter Milan coming up, like you said, in a game that will determine our ability to stay in the Champions League. We have to win that game 100% or we're going to the Europa League. And then we have Real Madrid coming who are in uh, a pretty good form and so yeah let me hear your thoughts about my uh, comments use yeah so you know t- talking about Javi's strategy in that first half and how we deployed our players it I think it was a little bit lopsided I think a lot of our effort was pushed to the left side with Ferran Torres uh, um, and Jordi Alba and then some midfielders um, on the left side which was Gavi and Busquets who added to that but then, you know, on the right side, it becomes very weak. Rafinha's playing over there with not much support. He gets the ball. He kind of got stuck in a situation of uh, not having anybody to interplay with, like Dembele did in our previous game. Uh, you know, he has to work to find his uh, beat his man, as we saw in that one opportunity inside the box where he should have gotten that penalty and he did not. But, you know, that was one opportunity to have many that he was trying to create by himself. Uh, Balde didn't do uh, too much work to help him and uh, Pedri couldn't do too much either there and, you know, make interplaying um, runs uh, with Rafinha on the right side. So that was that's what uh, what I'm trying to get at here is it seems like Javi is putting too many eggs in one basket in the game. So in the first half we saw a lot of that on the left side, all of our offensive work rate. Once you know Celta Vigo figure that out, they can you know alter their strategy, and which they did because after we scored in that second half, uh, then going into the second half, they became one very much more offensively mindset, um, and then two they played a much stronger defense, a much stronger uh, possession, holding the ball and making sure that we couldn't get it, even though Gavi was doing a good job of uh, you know getting the ball back. But he did make a lot of fouls. And then to then talk about his uh, Javi's ability to adapt to the strategy of the game, we come into that second half and we couldn't do anything. We didn't make any uh, offensive changes or defensive changes. So we lost possession of the ball. We can control it instead of slowing the game down, working your way up from the back if that's what we needed to do, and then pushing forward. We didn't see that. Or if we were to maintain possession and just play a more strong defensive game, we didn't see that. How many opportunities did Celta Vigo have in that second half to score? Should we have won this game is the question. And then if it if that is the case, we're just getting lucky now. As you were saying – 
our uh, the output and the lack of goals that teams are scoring against us is not great and representative of the actual gameplay. If everybody is watching every 90 minutes, you can see the holes in our, our team. And that's not going to be good going against Inter Milan because we have to score, which means we have to play very offensive. Um, and that's going to leave our defense uh, susceptible to counterattacks. And that w- most likely will happen at the Camp Nou. You know, today's game was at the Camp Nou too, and it didn't really seem to benefit us um, too much. It was just unlucky on Celta Vigo's side, I think, that they didn't score a goal today. Um, yeah, and this is a Celta yeah. Vigo team that aren't that great, right? This isn't like in mm-hmm. other seasons where maybe they're going to They've already lost for, 50% of their games. Yeah, they're, they're not on the best yeah. of form. So uh, it's a little bit different mm-hmm. than past seasons when they've you know beat us, right? And they've done well against us getting draws when they've been a better team. I'm... You know, I I did think PK had a good standout performance, right? If we're thinking about best players in the game, I thought Pedri was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, brilliant. He had some amazing dribbles, especially near the, the end of the first half. Uh, Gabi as well played well. Uh, and, you know, PK and Ter Stegen were, were also very good. I'm a little bit worried mm-hmm. because, you know, Lewandowski... It's a little bit of a chicken or an egg thing sometimes with strikers, right? Like if they're not going to get the ball in scoring opportunities, like what more, you know, like how hard can you grade them? But I do think he was just very absent from any of our build-up play. And then Rafinha, you know, there, there's been this talk over the last few weeks, people getting a little bit upset because Dembele's output in terms of assists and definitely in terms of goals mm. has been down. And so, you know, people have been saying, well, why don't we just start Rafinha on the right? And then you start him today in this game. And I wasn't overly impressed with how Rafinha performed, right? Uh, I still mm-hmm. think he's, you know, not found his rhythm. I, I know there are some of our fans who are like huge Rafinha fans and think he's, you know, I don't know, like extremely good, but I'm, I'm still not sure if he's uh, figured it out yet. In this game, at least, right, it, it was not like Dembele against Inter because Dembele against Inter, he was very isolated. He didn't have Roberto making any runs to overlap or to give him an outlet. He didn't have Gavi at all in that game attacking the half space. So Dembele was alone, and we basically just tried to have a game where Dembele could outplay the Inter defense and, and he would outplay one person but then there was a second and a third and it didn't work right in this game Rafinha did have Pedri up front trying to attack the half spaces he did have Balde who at you know sometimes especially in the first half was trying to make runs and and it, that whole right side was dead like you're saying I mean it kind of feels like we're going like heads tails heads tails right like for the last few games mm-hmm. it's been the left side's completely dead this game we get Farron and Alba starting and then the the left side's active but now the right side's dead and so I mean Javi just you know we need to figure it out right like um besides the main change of Pedri and Gavi switching sides of the field it did seem like we're just still playing really stagnant right there's not a lot of people making runs and when, whenever someone makes a run I don't feel like our midfielders or our right or left back are being overly um risky in terms of like trying to make that pass right the one time we have you know Gavi make that run from deep Jordi Alba finds him and that leads to the first goal right and unfortunately we just weren't able to to do anything in that second half right it felt like at the beginning of the second half we got punched in the face by Celta Vigo they came out with a lot of intensity they started putting it to us and then it felt like I don't know it feels like the whole mental uh, outlook of the team goes from a, a very good you know a good first half where we're putting pressure on to all of a sudden oh no, this is Celta Vigo putting pressure on us. We just have to withstand it, right? And that's not the mindset we can have for a full 45 plus well, six minutes. I don't know if it's even uh, an individual player mindset either, though. If you think about well, it, I'm we subbed off. Team. Okay, but we subbed off, let's say, four players, uh, I think at the 63rd minute, and the performance just kept on 
or it was continuously bad, mm-hmm. right? So then it goes to say like, oh, it's it can't be these individual players that are just completely lackluster. It's got to be our strategy of this game. Um, it, it, we we had to have this the assignments from the coach to do what we did, and it seemed like those assignments weren't very good. Um, well, we and that's one of the things, right? Is that like part uh-huh. of what had been heralded about Xavi, uh, at least early when he first took over. Because if you guys remember last, I think November, we were down in the dumps with Komen, Messi had left, like everyone was very depressed, nothing was working out, right? And then Xavi came and we started to play well and it felt like he had helped change our mindset. But really for the last like six years, right? We've had this whole haze over us of just like a really negative mindset of the leaders of this team, right? It, it shouldn't be shocking that PK, Busquets, Alba were all out on the pitch. And, you know, like once the other <laughs> team starts to, to pour it on us, we just kind of go into a shell. And I feel like, I don't know, we, we, we just still aren't able to get out of that, that phase of our of our team. And I was really hoping that well, would be the leader to try and like push us forward. Sure. And, and we have so many young players that like I don't really, you know, as good as Pedri is and Gavi are, they're 19 and 17, right? They don't have, I think, the experience and the leadership yet in the locker room, the clubhouse to, to push us. Yeah, and there's another thing I've noticed. Last season, as since you brought it up, uh, when Javi came in, you know, it took a little while, but then we had that winter transfer window. We got, you know, Albama Yang, Torres, uh, Troy, and then we started scoring four goals uh, almost every game, not allowing, like, you know, maybe one or two goals every so often, but we beat Real Madrid 4-0, or, um, right? No, what was that game? Yeah, we beat Madrid 4-0. Shoot. Okay, 4-0, yeah, and... Um, and then, you know, it went downhill after that. We struggled. We couldn't score as many goals. We couldn't keep as many clean sheets. And then, you know, this season, sim- something similar has happened. We started out this season with that first game against Rio. We drew them 1-1 or 0-0. And then the next few games, we just destroyed the teams we were playing against, scoring Lewandowski hat-tricks, uh, you know, Dembele, uh, Rafinha, all of them involved, uh, uh, Pedri. But now we're going back into this lull of we're, we're struggling to score goals where we only got two goals in the last two games and we probably shouldn't have won either one of those games or last La Liga games, not counting uh, the game and against you Inter. Know, it's funny because you have there. a good point, right? Which is like, and it's such a cliche, right? And when it comes to like domestic leagues, there's always this attitude of like, well, you got to win these tough games, you know, like these 1-0 games where you win uh, and you you withstand the opponent like that's how you win league titles right is winning the ugly games but mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing here is ever since the international break we have three ugly <laughs> games in a row and a, a bad game with Inter and that's yeah. that's uh you know that's a hard pill to swallow especially when right it's this isn't like I don't know sometime in the spring where we have a few La Liga games and and that's it this is like okay we have you know uh, Inter coming up for our lives in the Champions League on Wednesday and then we have Clasico on Sunday which we're tied for number one in the league and I just I don't know I don't know what I what I need what we need to see exactly from Xavi I mean it just feels like it feels like our team's been found out a bit right you don't want to call Xavi a one-trick pony necessarily but it does feel like Teams have learned how to have a low block and then, you know, really work on on cutting out our wingers and, and uh, you know, preventing them from creating offense. And once that happens, there's just no ability for us to make, uh, you know, moves down the middle of the pitch. And yeah, it, it doesn't we're not dynamic mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. We we're, we're just not dynamic we enough. En- we don't have enough interplay yeah. between players. We don't have anyone mm-hmm. who's going to really take a long dribble through the mid to try and, you know, bypass one or two men to create, you know, uh 
uh, imbalances on their defense that we can, you know, take advantage of. And, and it's, it's a little bit scary, right? I, I mean, I was, I was so happy before the international break about how this team was going <laughs> and, and, and how the sky was the limit. I was sure we're going to make it into the, you know, knockout stage of the Champions League. I was sure we're going to, you know, fight for number one in La Liga. And that's starting to go away a little bit. And it's still a young season. The thing I've been talking about a lot so far this season is that there's really going to be a pre-World Cup season and then a post-World Cup, right? Much more dramatic than ever before because of how long that break will be in the, the World Cup. Yeah. But we need to we need to figure things out fast. And I'm just I'm hoping Xavi has the ability to uh, to adapt, right? Because I think of Xavi as somewhat stubborn in terms of like he has an idea for how the game should be played and he wants to see it played that way. But clearly his way of playing and these players, it's not gelling entirely. Right. And, you know, for the first you know, it's almost what we're almost coming up on a year now of Javi, maybe 11 months. And like for the first five or six months, you don't have a preseason. <clears throat> you didn't get the transfer you wanted. We understand that it's a work in progress. And even this season, we understand that we have a lot of youth, but we're starting to get to the point where it's like, you know, we want to see the incremental improvements. Right. A lot of the criticism that I just mentioned are, are things we said about Komen. Right. Which is just that we want to see the coach. Uh, improve especially when we had such a big summer now of course we're missing kunde we're missing araho right we've had some awful injuries that are really putting us back but the players we have i think should be good enough to you know not just perform you know make a defensive shell for a whole 48 minutes against celta vigo yeah again that speaks to the strategy that is employed by the coach right we have uh we had spent so much money uh, activating levers to get these players so that if something does like or something like this does happen, we do have players to back up the situ- uh, the the team. And we now have that situation where the t- players get injured, and we play these other players. And even though we're playing weird center back Alonso, we're still that's not you know that's not bad enough that we can't beat Celta Vigo, a team who is only scored I think three goals this season. Um, Lewandowski himself has scored more goals than Celta Vigo. They've only won fifty percent of their games. They're not doing good overall, and you know we should be able to score against this team. We should be able to beat this team without having to look at it and be like, well, is it you know is it a Javi thing? He's not be able to deploy a good strategy and adapt, or is it a player thing? And it's at this point. I'm getting towards the idea that it, it's not the individual players. Some of them and, do have bad know, games. The thing used that I would uh-huh. say too to, to bolster your point about uh, it, it's just we we saw beautiful football played right mm-hmm. at, at, at points last season, and we saw it a bit at the beginning of this season. But it just seems like for some you know like our players are not able to sustain a, a certain level for six months eight months right and so we just Mm -hmm. keep having these flash of pans that for us fans give us heart attacks kind of right because you have your hopes so high because you see a certain period of good football and then you see it kind of fall to the wayside and like i think all of us were really clenching our uh ourselves during that last 10 15 minutes of the game because (laughs) delta vigo had you know so many good opportunities but i think yeah you know all we have to do is look forward to inter you know, let us know in the comments what you think about this game, how you feel about the team, you know, what you think Javi got right and didn't get right because we had a little bit of both in this episode. And then we have a big game coming up against Inter. So everyone, please pray. Pray for Barca. Uh, hit that subscribe <laughs> button. Hit us with a like. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys.